You're listening to the My Vinyl Addiction Podcast with Vince G and John the Seagram, a podcast for true music fanatics. Join in on the conversation and the argumentation. Welcome back to My Vinyl Addiction. This is Vince Graham with you. What's going on? And I have, well, I got John the Seagram here, but I also got somebody else here. I want to have everybody just go around the room and introduce yourselves. Well, I'll go back. I mean, I'm your normal guest. Introduce yourself. (laughs) I have John the Seagram back again for another episode. So glad to be back and a very special guest tonight with us. Um, We actually had a guest before, Eric Rentier, if you guys remember. We have Eric's brother. (laughs) Instagram, Matthew Rhythm. Matthew Matthew Rentier. So me and Matt go way back to the diapers, man. Of course, he's my cousin. So I've known him my whole life. And then also we played in bands together. So then he's him and Eric showed me so much different types of music. And then we go back like Mariah and pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, really great for me to have him on here. Really excited. Cause uh, like I said, we just, we always talk about music. That's our whole life. When we're driving, Matt's Word. the guy who's like, Banging my leg and shaking my head, like jamming to the music we're listening to. The only problem is when we drink, we do a 30 second 30 song. 30 second songs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny for us to be on a show about full full albums. albums. Shame <laughs> on you guys. We never listened to a full album before together. Because we we're like so eager to show each other songs. Like, no, no. You listen to this song? No, you got to listen to this song. <laughs> no, hear this one. No, 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 no. Here's part. Here's part. <laughs> Yeah, but definitely that. music lovers in yeah. this family. So, All right. So what we're going to do here is we're going to get into it because we have three records that we're going to go through today. Three records that we perused and listened through from, you know, beginning to end. And, you know, we're going to just talk to you about what we think of these records. It might be good. It might be bad. You know, last week, uh, John the Seagram really let me down because, <laughs> you know, he couldn't get into the Led Zeppelin. Oh, that was the week before. Oh, that was that was a long time yeah, ago. That huh? was already two weeks ago. You have to edit that. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start here. The record that I gave you guys to listen to is something that goes way back with me, and I'll explain that later, but it's Lenny Kravitz. Let you got love to rule. let love rule. He's been singing that ever since <laughs> yeah, he got he walked here. Through the door. <laughs> I'm that guy, though, that once I get something stuck in my head, yeah. I'm thinking that it. either means he liked it or it's just he it was so annoying that he can't forget it. So. And as an engineer, I'm having the worst trouble today because he keeps spiking on this episode. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm Sorry, spiker. guys. I'm going to be a spiker. But the album that I brought today was um, Fiona Apple fetched the bolt cutters. And Matt, what did you bring? I brought Jeff Buckley Grace. All right, man. So. Let's kind of get it, jump into yours first. Uh, since you're the guest, let's go ahead and, you know, what what made you, or how'd you listen to this album? What made you want Before to Before I up? start on my album, I just want to say thanks for bringing me on. Oh, yeah. I've been of listening course. to you guys from afar. You guys got me that Genesis episode. Made me a fan of Genesis. All, All right. right. Crap, man. <laughs> man. We got an amazing album. Vince got another one. <laughs> We're converting people to Genesis well, one got, listener I haven't, at a time. I haven't... Uh, Expanded my horizon yet with Genesis, but that album I, I really Trot. enjoyed it. All right, cool. But that's what we're trying to do here. Did you say, yeah, got him? Ching. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. So, how did you get into this uh, Jeff Buckley? So, Jeff Buckley, this album, I kind of always knew uh, the song "Hallelujah" because everybody knows that cover yeah, of uh, from Shrek. Yeah, I <laughs> that's it was I heard Shrek. It. Yeah. But Leonard Cohen cover, but 
Yeah. Like his version, I think, is more known, right? Don't you think Jeff yeah, Buckley is more of the. Yeah, I think Jeff Buckley is like. When the people cover it, his version. Not yeah, I know. I covered it before with me and my dad, and I, I did the Jeff Buckley version. Yeah. So I kind of always knew it from there, but um, I, I'm a big Howard Stern fan. Oh, yeah. So he had uh, Natalie Maines on there one, one time uh, from the Dixie Chicks, and she did a cover of uh, one of his songs, uh, Lover, You Should Have Come Over. And I was like, oh, man, that song's awesome. And then she's like, oh, it's a Jeff Buckley cover. So it made me want to listen to the original. Yeah. So I listened to the original, found love, goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. The hair on my butt rose, you know. <laughs> it was so good. And that's I a just, lot. That's a lot, like, for that long of a hair to rise. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, a, that's pretty hair. good. <laughs> but once it was I, up around his neck. <laughs> and that's what got me into the album. And once I, that song, I was like, oh, I have to hear everything else. And I fell in love. That's cool, man. So yeah. I want to hear what you guys felt about it. Cause that's like that album for the past, like three months. Um, I've been going back with it. I've been just going back to it nice. over and over. Been going around the house. Just like I've been singing. Let love rule. Yeah. There's a song called so real. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. know that. So real. <laughs> so my wife has to deal with me. Sing that like <laughs> all throughout the house all day. So, well, I mean, this is like, like you said before, uh, I've known Hallelujah, yeah. you know, of course, like everyone does. Um, listen to this album, you know, at first when I, when I first like threw it on, I was kind of driving home from work. So it's hard to kind of fully pay attention to it. But now I hear that you didn't like Led Zeppelin. So I'm like, oh, it's kind of <laughs> Led Zeppelin. The Sam, same steps. <laughs> you know, the voice, you know, he's like a little high. And- no, actually, it's kind of funny. Um, you guys are both going to trip out on this because on an episode before I brought up Muse, Origin of the Symmetry. Oh, man. And I really feel that Matt Bellamy from Muse got a huge influence from Jeff Buckley because you can hear a lot of the same, like, like how you're saying, sorry, like yeah. he does like so much of that uh, Matt Bellamy from Muse. So I really enjoyed that. But at first when I heard it, I was stuck on that very mm. much like, oh yeah, like it sounds like Muse, like, oh, Muse totally. This guy's influ- copying Muse. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. This you're guy from fair. Every Time I Die is copying Muse. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, yeah, like, no, but um, after like giving it a good listen, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was a really good album and I can see why you appreciate it a lot. And I, and I was kind of thinking like, oh man, I think he's in his fields right now. Oh yeah. yeah. I think he's in a certain field right now. And I think that's why I can see why you really enjoyed it even more. I think that song lover, you should have come over. Oh I first yeah. Heard that, that. that was like I probably was going my favorite breakup and I was like, <laughs> I was in my fields and I still love that song. Yeah. You know what? I have to be honest. I really, really love this record. I first put it on and I was like, okay, I know the song Hallelujah. I thought you said you're yeah. honest that you didn't like this record. No, yeah, I'm, so I was I'm not thinking, I was pulling like, that crap. You're not a Led Zeppelin? <laughs> no, no. I actually put it on and I was listening and I was like, okay, I, I'm waiting for Hallelujah, right? So the first couple songs, I was like, okay, they're okay. But I got to like the third or fourth song and I was like, man, I started like really getting into it. And I'm like, this guy is talented. And, and yeah. the thing is like, I just... I don't know why I never really listened to him. And you know, I thought the exact same thing to me because I, you know, of course, being uh, loving Hallelujah, uh, being a guitarist, like, you know, a lot of people talk about Jeff Buckley, you know, being a great guitarist. And then um, I thought the same thing. Like, how have I not really took time to listen to this album? Right. Yeah. For me, the album's like, I can listen to it all the way through what your show's all about. For yeah. me, that, that's this album. I can listen to it. I love every song. But that's me. I don't know if everybody would love it, but I'm like, this album's me, man. If you're in your feels for your emo like me, you're going to love this album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, like, like I said, at first, it kind of, I wasn't really too into it. And I was like, I like it, but I wasn't really excited about it. 
But then again, I listened again. I kept in the CD player, like I like to say now. <laughs> um, I left in the CD player, and I really enjoyed it and stuff. And I something I I would love for every time it comes on my library shuffle, I'll probably it was probably one of those things where I'm like, I kind of want to listen to the album or a few more songs at least from this album. Yeah, for me, like that Mojo Life out starts. I'm kind of iffy with it. I'm like, oh, that's a good song. Yeah. But once Grace, the title track comes on. Yeah. I'm in. Once that beat drops the guitar jumps in i'm like oh yeah well after doing this research after doing research on him though man i was tripping out like this is his only album he ever did his yeah. only studio album he did because he's a session musician yeah yeah so i was crazy he's a set started out session and then yeah. got got to do his own solo record killed it i think and then no pun intended <laughs> let me ask you this though um did you you listen to like the original or with the extended with the extra tracks the original on all okay. all the albums we're doing today I did the original okay had because like what i listened to dish. yeah what i listened to was the i guess it has a couple extent, extended tracks on there and i was sitting there i work from home today and when i work from home i'm right across from my wife and she looked over and i'm like really like getting into a song right and she's just looking like what the heck's wrong with this guy but there's a <laughs> song on here called uh forget her oh yeah that's a lot and song that it. song to me i played it like four times in a row it was like, for me, like when I really get into a song, I told Lori, I was like, you know, when you hear a song for the first time and you're like, that's my favorite song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that song right there out of the whole album. I like it all. But this one song, I think, is going to be my go to. Like That's their closeout song, too, of the album. Yeah, yeah. it's really, really good. But you guys got to do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube. Um, he has a live version of Hallelujah. It's not in front of a crowd or anything. It's just him. I think in like I a studio. That. Niagara Falls. Do yourself a favor, everybody at home. YouTube, Hallelujah, Jeff Buckley. And we can't, like, you know, just go past this record without talking about what a tragic loss this was. Yeah, that was crazy, too. Like, it was just, like, totally. He was making his sophomore album. Yeah. And then, like, he was supposed to go record that day. The band was was on the way, yeah. So he went to go, I forgot what river, but he went to go for a swim. Mississippi River. His friend like saw him like swimming, and all of a sudden he, he was, was missing. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, that sucks, man. He really said he wasn't even like no no alcohol, no drugs. Yeah, or he wasn't he was suicidal or anything. He just went for a swim. And, and he was singing Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> yeah. said. Was he really? Yeah, yeah, he was singing Led Zeppelin. I was that it was a, a joke. Whole lot of love or something. <laughs> yeah, or? something like yeah. that. I thought that was one of your bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. Something somebody like him or like an Elliot Smith, like yeah. you never got another album from them that. You wish Probably you would could, have been yeah. magical, you know. I, I wanted to hear too because I guess they have some of the demos out of like what they were working on, and I didn't go through and listen to those. But I, I that's something I I do want to hear and stuff. Yeah, I think the forget her song was something that they were working on at the time, wasn't it? Maybe it says know. it was something that was on the original, and I guess they finished it up or whatever. But the song is amazing. But I know we're gonna talk about Fiona Apple later. I think she does a pretty good Jeff Buckley cover of Lover too. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's start on Fiona, Fiona Apple right now. Tell us, uh, John, what 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 got you into this? Fiona Apple, <laughs> fetch the bolt cutters. So this I've been was in here too long. <laughs> <laughs> so the cool thing about this, like, okay, so um, I was never really like a huge Fiona Apple fan. Like, yeah. of course, I know like Criminal. Uh, I wasn't a fan of that video though. <laughs> Shadow boxing, you know, like her hits. Like, I never really like had any of her albums or in my library or anything like that. But, um, during the pandemic, you just, it was fresh. It was starting out. And uh, then all of a sudden there, it was just like, boom, Fiona Apple had a new album. We're like, of course we have nothing to do. 
So then I threw it on and stuff. We were just like doing stuff, listening to it. And I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was just so different. So, you know, like it was just, I don't know. Um, it just really caught my attention. Like when I first heard it and I was, just, and then I think like me and Matt were texting cause we're like, we text each other. Like, hey man, I feel like Apple came an album and we're kind of like listening around the same time. We're texting each other back. Like Shamika said I have potential, potential. you know, boom, like we're kind of going through and stuff and we're you like, Oh my I'm God. My head right here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but we were just so like, Oh my God, this was like, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And I, it just really caught my attention and I'm guessing Vince didn't like it. <laughs> Let me go first. All right, do it. All right. I really, really love this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I had to get you back. Really, what I I put, put this record on, and the first song was playing. This and I was record like, has potential. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not a big fan, so let me check it out. Yeah. So I'm listening, and towards the end of the song, when she goes into that crazy Yoko Ono thing she's yeah. doing. Oh, the first song? I yeah. actually got angry, and I was like... <laughs> I wish she was here. I don't, I don't want to hurt a woman, but I would just push her over. <laughs> like, just push her over and let her fall on the ground. Because that was annoying to me. Yeah. And then she came out with the Shamiqua, Shaniqua. I, I was like, what? That's offensive. It's just, I, I don't get Shemekua it. said she had potential. <laughs> what the heck was that? But you know what? That was the first time I listened to it. Second time I listened to it, I still didn't like those first two songs. But then I started listening to some stuff after that. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad. It was like... You know, I can get into it. And there was a song on there called Ladies. Ladies, ladies, and I ladies. That song had like a Jim ladies, Morrison vibe. <laughs> I really liked that song. That was my favorite song on there. I was there. waiting for Jim Morrison to come in. Is everybody in? <laughs> is everybody in? <laughs> my favorite is uh, Newspaper. I love uh, that song. That for song me, is so good. The first four songs on this, uh, I Want You to Love Me, Shamika, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, and Under Table. I'm in. I'm all in. All right. Yeah. I'm I agree in. towards the latter kinda, of the album. Then yeah. it kind of slows down. But then it gets me again, like, Ladies, Heavy Balloon. I'm oh, all yeah. in again. Yeah, that's a great song. I'm all in again. I, You know, I think with me, what it is with, with this, because I like all kinds of music, but this one, I just couldn't get it. Like, I think I think your wife would really love this album. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah. The reason why is because like, well, if you really listen to the lyrics and everything, because it's, it's really empowering dark. women lyrics and like how, like, yeah, exactly, because it's all about like how like like one song. I think newspaper. I think it's about like how if you kind of get it, it's like um like her ex or whatever is now with someone else, but then she's like turning her against you know Fiona. Yeah, I caught and, that. Like, kind of like stuff like that. Like it's really like about like no, but like. But now he's treating her like shit, and she shouldn't. He shouldn't be doing that. It's all yeah. It's, why is he trying to pit them against each other? Yeah, that type it's, of thing. it's really about like abuse, and it's really about like a lot of stuff like that, where you're really trying to support the woman, and like that's why I thought you know I was like, oh man, I think Lord really loves stuff because I know she supports women a lot. She has like the whole hug thing and everything. <laughs> I figured it was like a big support thing, but I might be wrong. <laughs> but no, anyway, it's like it, like I said, it's not a bad album. Uh, but like we said on other things, you know, we're going to be totally honest about how we feel about the yeah, record. Why not? I'm not going to just say, oh, I like it because, you know, yeah, and, and you've yeah, done yeah. that plenty of times. You've let me know you don't like stuff I've given you. Um, this one, I, I, I'd listen to it here and there, but yeah. it's not something that I would probably, you know, want to run What I really like about this album is because uh, I'm a big Ross Robinson fan. All of us probably are. Mm-hmm. And uh, like looking at how she recorded it, she oh, did yeah. it all on um, GarageBand. GarageBand. So it's all raw. You can hear dogs in the background barking. And I I love raw recordings because 
you're getting you're getting someone's full like energy. You're getting the emotion. Like you're yeah. not you're not cutting anything out. If it's not perfect, who cares? Like that's and, why I love Ross Robinson. And some of the stuff she was in, like my, what goes to what you're saying, Vince, is um the reason why like some stuff goes very long, like the chance is going too long and like her like screaming is because she didn't know how to use GarageBand. <laughs> and then so she was recording and she kind of just did that. And they say like most of her vocal takes were just one take and she never edited mm-hmm. it or anything because she didn't know how to do it. Well, I, so I got to say that's like that. talent. If, yeah. You know, she, she went ahead and did all that herself. It's just not my style, I guess. Yeah. And she did most of the, uh, instruments too which is cool. yeah like it was like her and like two or three other people yeah. right they kind of just jammed together or, so i respect that that's what i like about all three albums we did like most oh, of the guys yeah. did all the instruments speaking of know? which let's get into vince's album talking into that's someone doing everything yeah lenny kravitz play well on all of his records he does that he plays every single instrument which to me is ridiculous how do you do that First of all, because there's always going to be somebody that could play something better than you. Yeah. But I, I don't think that somebody can convey what you want to put out as well as you can. Right. So if you're writing something, no one's going to be able to to convey it like you're going to convey it. Right. Yeah. Well, but the way, go, okay, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the way I got into the way I got into Lenny Kravitz was um, way back in the day. Someone called me and they're like, hey, I have an extra ticket to a concert. Do you want to go tonight? And I was like, yes, well, what, who is it? And it was the Colt, okay? So it was the Colt. I don't remember which tour they were on, but um, opening for them was somebody I'd never heard of. It was Lenny Kravitz, and he was on his Let Love Rule tour. And, man, it was uh, Hollywood Palladium, I believe. Damn. And just to see him blow the Colt off the stage was was amazing, you know? Um, the next day I went out and bought the, the record, and... Since then, well, let me let me correct myself. Since then, I've liked most of Lenny Kravitz's music. <laughs> His last couple, eh, not not my favorite. But this album in particular is really um, it, it is kind of a it has a lot of sentimental feeling for me because I've been through like you know like we talked about last week when you listen to something and something's going on in your life, you're gonna feel a certain yeah. way when you hear something. Good or bad, yeah. Good or bad, so. I don't even remember what was going on in my life, but this record always puts me in like a kind of an upbeat mood. So I love this record. Let love rule the, just the whole message. And uh, his mother, Roxy Roker, when he was a child, she used to take him to like the, um, the marches in New York city where, where they were living, basically, you know, going out and uh, looking for peace in the world. And she would take him on all these marches. There's little pictures of him when he was a little boy with the peace sign on. And so he, kept this whole uh, love thing going through yeah. all, throughout. He says that's what he lives by. Yeah. So I, I really like it. What do you guys think of it? For me, um, when I first listened, I listened to it while I was like exercising. And it was, I was kind of lukewarm to it at first. I was like, ah, it's all right. It's pretty good. And then I uh, listened to it actually today with headphones on. And it, it makes you really appreciate it more because you can hear so many instruments, yeah. yeah, harmonies. It's like, oh man, it's pretty sweet. Cause I, the only song I knew from this album was "Let, Let Love, Love Rule." Rule. I knew Wait, that what song? song? Let Love Rule. <laughs> How about you didn't know, um, uh, Mr. Cab Driver? No, but that that's a, a good one. That's probably one of my favorites. <laughs> but for me, like, uh, I know I, his wife helped him write "Fear," Lisa Bonet yeah. at the time. It was a poem that she had done, and they kind of reworked it into a song. Yeah, that song I got. Uh, who was it? Who was I thinking when I heard it? 
Sly and the Family Stone. Mm. I was like, man, major Sly and the Family Stone vibes. And yeah. Just how he's like, ah, 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 You know a funny ah, thing? I just recently ah. listened to um, um, his book on audio tape, you know, Long Drives to Work. So listen to audio book. And he talks a lot about how he came up. His his biggest, like, um, influence when he was growing up. And Stevie who, Wonder. No, no. It was Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five. Oh. He wanted to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> and then he, he got all these when he was in New York, he got all these influences and they're all soul R and B Stevie wonder yeah. stuff like that. But you can and, hear that in the song, like 60 feels. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought too. Is like, he'd really captured that sixties funk. Feels. Yeah. Yeah. Even with the instrumentation, like they, they go analog and it's just, it's, it's awesome. But then he said when he came here, his mother was on the Jeffersons. So they, they were filming out here in, in Los Angeles. When he came here, he met all the surfer guys started writing a skateboard and they introduced him to marijuana and led zeppelin mary jane he had never heard led zeppelin so if you listen to if you think about it he's mixing all the old r&b with led zeppelin and the other rock of that era and kind of merging it together and he's he's bohemian so the the islands so all that kind of mixed together is so what he had you a get. rhapsody <laughs> but like for me when i listen to let love rule it, it's like a timeless song. It doesn't feel dated at all. Yeah. It feels like it could come out today and it'd still be a hit to True. me. Yeah. I, I, what I, what I got out of it. No, <laughs> no, it was, um, first album, right? First, this yeah, is his, first, his debut, yeah, his debut yeah. album. And I love that it's his first album and he's still going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, still this doing day, he's still doing the same thing. And I was like, man, this is cool. He's been doing that from the beginning. He's still rocking that thing. He's still making it work. He's still making money off of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't believe he had Lisa Bonet back then. Yeah. <laughs> Give him props on that. <laughs> but yeah, for him to like debut album, get to write, produce, you know, play all, most of the instruments and then even mix some songs and stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. And I guess it, um, you know, they say it has to be one of the, it was like when the book, 1001 albums you have to hear in your life. So I heard one of them. So. Right, right. And Gina was on it uh, from Martin. Oh, she was? Yeah. yeah. She did backing vocals. You can barely hear her backing vocals, but, but she's on there. Yeah, but yeah, like, 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 but going back to like Matt was saying, like, listening on headphones, I did the same thing. I, I heard it driving home and I thought the same thing. Yeah, that's good. And like, you know, it's all right. And then, but I heard it like on my headphones and I heard like, I think more as harmonies, it captures me more. That's what I kind of got out of it. As far as like, like I said earlier, being an engineer with this podcast and stuff, you can tell that they record like there's certain people mixing certain songs and everything. Cause oh, it it's a different. totally different, you know, audio quality from song to song, but that's something that bothers me. But no, for me, like <laughs> the, um, that song B, I really enjoy that song B. And I felt like, yeah, I felt the album <laughs> fell off after that mm-hmm. but then i looked it up the last three songs the blues for sister someone empty hands and flower child were added later on like the cd version yeah and you could tell those songs don't belong i liked um uh does anybody out there even care that was one oh, yeah I like really i really the lyrics were really good on a song because like that crap's happening now so it's relevant yeah. his lyrics are relevant now too. same thing with cab driver yeah driver. it's all relevant still. you know a funny funny story about that album is um he would he wouldn't give up like his way of doing stuff for anybody because he had so many different connections going on where he could have got signed here. He could have, could have got signed there with different people. And he was like, no, it's not really what I want to make. Right. So he was in a band. I can't remember the name. I have it on. I have their one album on my um, music on Amazon music because I wanted to check them out. But basically they had they were signed. They were about to make a record 
and he had to go to them like the week before they were going to make the record and say, I can't do it. Just like and Richie Valens, man. <laughs> they were, they were pissed, of course. Yeah. So they, what they did was they um, got a new singer. And the funny thing was he was a uh, ex singer for the band Menudo. <laughs> and Ricky if, Martin? If you, it wasn't him. <laughs> if you listen to this record, you could see, oh, Lenny would fit right in with these songs, oh. his voice, because that guy's voice was similar. So He's he like, did that. See, 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 see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> no, but from bottom line, I really enjoyed the album. It was good. Yeah. All right. All right, so so I had the bad one this week. No, I, I, <laughs> no, I enjoyed you, all. You guys like you guys really like Fiona Apple. No, I, like I said, like I wasn't. I like the, her popular hits. I kind of want to go back now and circle back to her other stuff because I never listened to her other albums. Yeah, me either. But this album, like, I really loved it, and like, it just I don't know. To me, it's just, Criminal is her best song. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed Jeff Buckley. I didn't know how you guys were going to take it, but for me, <laughs> that's how I've been listening to. Like, funny thing is, for like, a while. I went and. Um, Downloaded that and got it today. Oh yeah, I was like, I want, nice. I want that. You know, I I couldn't find it on record or anything like that, but I went ahead and downloaded it and was listening to awesome, it. Awesome, man! It's that's gonna be album. something that'll be in rotation in this house. That album's so real. <laughs> awesome. All right, we always end with like um, some little question, some little antidote, but I don't have anything. Anybody got anything? Well, Matt's the guest. You don't have any uh, random question you want to ask or anything. The funny thing is every episode we have a question at the end and I'll just be like, oh, so uh, where was your first concert or something stupid? But I always make them up right on the spot. And today I have nothing. If I could <laughs> tell you my first concert, it was uh, probably 97. When did Load come out? Metallica Load. Give me Phil, give me five. Like that was your first That was concert. my first concert, yeah. Load. You went to concerts with me before that. No, that was my first concert. It was uh, Metallica and Korn opened up for him. Like when yeah. Life is Peachy came out. Life is peachy corn and load. You never went to any of the shows with us on uh, I think I was too small the whiskey? back then. No, well, I used to go, so you, you're I older than you me. were there. No, but I did go, but it was after. Well, he lived in Victorville, though. Yeah. Papa Roach or any of those shows? Yeah, I but never, that was I never after seen Papa Roach live. Oh. Oh, really? Nah. Okay. okay. I was too young and lived in Victorville. <laughs> but I did see a lot of shows with you. We saw, uh, I know you took us to Family Values. That was awesome back then. Ozfest. Ozfest. You took us to Meat Corn, that's our records. Oh, yeah, that was awesome, man. They that were... guy in front of us, I met the gods, man. We're driving home, man. Is this CD broken? What the heck? There's no song started. What's one of these first 12 songs, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, well, that's our thing for, for today, I guess. We're going to go ahead and... Uh... Well, let's do some takeaways, you know, from everyone. You know, finish up, wrap up. Any last things you want to say, Matt, about uh, Jeff Buckley's grace? Anything you want to kind of just let people know? Or... I already knew Jeff Buckley's grace. I knew Fiona Apple already knew the album, so I was glad to listen to Lenny. Um, I knew Let Love Rule, like I said, but I didn't know any... All I know from him is all his hits, so I never listened to, like, a whole album. So I really enjoyed uh, getting to know him, and I'll probably... Venture out, listen to more. Besides, uh, what's that album? That song he had that was real popular, the cover song for Austin Powers. American Woman. American Woman. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go way beyond that. You know, jump the shark right there. <laughs> and then with uh, yeah, Fiona Apple, man. Like I said, I'm gonna try to dig a little deeper into her older collection. And like they, this album took five years. I thought it like you know kind of came out pandemic. I thought she just did it pandemic. You but... surprised me when you said that it's a new album. I didn't know. I thought it was something older. Yeah, it's funny because uh, when I you know, me and Vince usually text each other our albums, you know, so we're not like trying to choose a genre. So we're not biased or anything. And then, so he's like, send me his record. And I told him, okay, feeling the Apple 
you know, fetch a bolt cutters, and he just put, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she even looks crazy on the cover, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But that's why I picked Jeff Buckley too when I heard your guys' albums. Cause I didn't. Want, I was gonna pick something heavy, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick something more easy listening. Coast, no, I mean, we're, Coast like, FM we, we're willing to style. go like whatever. You know, we can go. We, we had Nuclear Rabbit on here. Yeah, <laughs> we always talk about, and pretty soon we're gonna have yeah, Limp Bizkit in the house, y'all. We might even be able to get him to you know be on the podcast. You never as know. much as we talk about. <laughs> and this guy was the biggest Limp Bizkit fan I knew back in the day. Yeah. I saw Vince on the was it the episode before or last one. And I was like, yeah, I actually like Nookie. A lot of people don't believe me that I like that song, but I really like that song. I remember hanging out with John. All I hear is just like this. <laughs> <laughs> <Can you> feel <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, thank you guys for listening, and we're gonna be back next week with some more argumentation, as my wife says on the intro. So, <laughs> thank you guys. Any oh, anything you, else, man. guys? I really enjoyed being on today. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Like this was a you know a big treat to have you on, man, for me. And we're bringing you back, so we're yeah, you ready. Man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bring that beat back. Gotta do it again. We gotta start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows who, then now there you go. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. We're out. <laughs>